Welcome to Till It Tea Time. Today, I am enjoying Earl Grey Tea, which is one of my favorites, which later on in the show, you will hear a little poem that I wrote just for tea. Also, I'll be talking about following God's call in your life and stepping out of your comfort zone and what that really looks like with a few little challenges in there. Also, I will be recommending a book and talking about what's on my bookshelf to read. So I hope you sit back and enjoy this podcast. Grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. What is one thing you are passionate about? Has the Lord given you a particular talent? Are you using your talents for his kingdom? We all have that one thing in our lives that we have a passion for. It could be music, writing, marketing, sculpture, acting, anything. I believe God gives us all talents and gifts that flourish into a passion in our lives. When I was a teenager, I loved reading. Oh, I loved reading. I would rather read than go hang out with people. As soon as my schoolwork was done, I would be reading. I loved reading historical fiction. It took me to another place and time. I could sit there in my bedroom and be transported to Alaska during the gold rush, or on the Oregon Trail with dust flying up around me as wagons passed over the dusty earth, headed to a town that was a symbol of hope for the weary travelers. The stories suddenly became a part of me. I loved the way stories could impact me, so I started writing my own stories. But it wasn't until I had gone through college, changing my major four times, I realized writing was my passion. Telling stories, teaching through stories, and making the reader feel for my characters. God gave me a gift of writing, and I wanted to use that gift for him. What is one thing in your life that you feel God is calling you to do? You have to remember that God grows us the most when we are outside of our comfort zones. This podcast is very much out of my comfort zone. I'd rather sit quietly alone in my house than sitting here talking to an audience. My first podcast, I was so nervous, it took me a week to just record my voice. I've never done anything like this before. But I have learned so much about myself during the process. I felt a nudge inside of me to take that step and make a podcast. I prayed about it and I struggled with the fear of talking. But once I took that step... I realized I was doing what God had called me to do in that moment. When you step out of your comfort zone, you grow as a person. If we just sit at our desk all day and not do anything about the Lord's calling in our lives in a different direction, then what is the point? I'm not saying God can't call you to be at a desk job. I work part-time at a carpet cleaning company at a desk five hours a day. I love it. But if the Lord is clearly calling you out of your comfort zone, you need to get up and go. If fear is keeping you from your calling, then tell fear that it has no place in your life and take that first step. The first step is always the hardest. It's like stepping on a bridge. The ground is no longer beneath your feet. A few years ago, I actually went to Vancouver to visit my brother. We went hiking outside of the city and came upon this wooden suspension bridge that was just held up by metal cables. You could see it swaying in the breeze. I do not like heights, especially when I feel like I could fall. 
I was so nervous to take that first step on that bridge. I wanted to stay safely on the ground. But once I took that first scary step, I found it exhilarating. There was a moment that I thought to myself, this is what really living feels like. By the time I got to the other side, my fears seemed foolish. I knew those cables were strong enough to hold me. I just didn't want to trust them. God is like the cables to our bridges in life. We know he will take care of us, but we are too scared to trust him. So for some reason, as an adult, making friends has been very difficult for me. I'm an introvert and certain social situations make me nervous. But a few weeks ago, I was challenged to put myself out there. I decided to introduce myself to one person I didn't know. I was so nervous, but I did it. And now I have a new friend. Making friends as an adult is so different than how it was as a kid. As children, we found another child who had similar interests. Oh, you like that board game? Me too. Let's be friends. It was easy. But as adults, there's so many things to consider in a friend. We aren't as trusting. We build walls around our hearts to protect ourselves from getting hurt. But maybe those walls are actually hurting our friendships. Maybe those walls are keeping us from making new friends. Making new friends for me wasn't easy. As an adult, it's easy to look at someone and find the one thing you don't agree on and make that an excuse not to be friends. Instead, we should be finding the things that we actually have in common and building on that. I'm the type of person that values my time. If I'm going to invest my time in a friendship, I want it to be mutual. I want that person to invest in me also. But if they don't, I suddenly get upset and so-called hurt. If you find making new friends difficult, go outside of your comfort zone. I challenge you this week to introduce yourself to one person you don't know. Or if you are an extrovert and find it easy to talk to people, I challenge you to do one thing that is outside of your comfort zone. Let me tell you a little story about my family and how my parents took a huge step out of their comfort zone. I was 11 years old at the time. My brother was 10. We lived in a nice house in Michigan. Most of our family lived within a few hours drive from us. We had lots of friends and were involved in our church. But one day during a mission focus week, my parents felt the Lord calling them to missions. They didn't know what that would look like for them, for us as a family. But they knew they had to take that step and say, here I am, Lord send me. Our friends and family thought we were crazy. In fact, some of our friends were upset. We listed our house for sale and had a large sale, selling most of our possessions. A buyer came and looked at our house and put an offer on it. They loved the house so much, they wanted to buy most of our furniture. They even wanted our dog, which of course we refused because he was coming to come with us. But God orchestrated the wholesale taking care of even the smallest details. My family felt the call to buy a fifth wheel, which is a camper trailer. Some friends from church let us stay in their home until we were able to get our new home, a home on wheels. I remember the first night in the camper we'd call home. I felt excitement, but also scared. 
I had a, a bunk beds with my brother. I believe I had the top bunk at the time. And I remember writing in my journal about how excited I was for the adventure. But let me tell you, <laughs> my brother wasn't very thrilled about the whole thing. By the time we had finally had a location in mind to do ministry, I was 12 years old. We drove from Michigan to California. We stopped on the way to California in a state called Montana. Now, Montana, if you haven't been there, is a beautiful state. It's probably one of my favorites. It's one of our first stops where we unhooked the fifth wheel from the truck. The park ranger came over and was talking to us, warning us about the bears. They actually had bear traps in the campground, which was very interesting for me, coming from Michigan, where Lower Peninsula, we don't have bears. My dad decided he needed to rearrange the camper a little bit, kind of even it out from in the spot that we were at before we put the feet down all the way and get the truck unhooked. But he forgot he had already unlatched it from the truck while the ranger was talking to him. So as he put the feet up, got in the truck, and he pulled out, the fifth wheel came down on the bed of the truck. Oh, I remember the sound of crunching metal. It was awful. I just remember sitting on a rock with my mom in a strange place, all alone, and there she was crying. We gave up so much, only to have our truck nearly ruined. But I remember sitting there and saying, Mom, it's okay. God does everything for a reason. He will take care of us. And he did take care of us. Over the next two years, I would meet some amazing people. I would meet the man I would eventually marry. He was just 14 at the time. If it wasn't for my parents stepping out of their comfort zone, I wouldn't be where I am today. You never know how your calling can impact those around you. That's why it's so important to take that step. It's okay if those first steps are small, as long as you take those steps. So what am I reading this week? Well, to be honest, since the last podcast, I honestly haven't had time to sit down and read the books I really wanted to, the ones I had recommended. But I did add another one to my to-be-read pile, and it's called Behind the Screen, Hollywood Insiders on Faith, Film, and Culture. It's published by Baker Books, and it looks very interesting. So I will be adding that to my to-be-read pile. There is a book I have read recently, well, recently as in November of 2017, but it was just so good and it still has stuck with me, the content, the characters, and it's called Where We Belong, and it's written by Lynn Austin. Now, Lynn Austin, she's done again with this one. She's created a beautiful story full of adventure, faith, and love. Where We Belong is a story about two sisters, Rebecca and Flora, who are wealthy and yearn to travel the world and find their calling in life. The story focuses on four different characters and their stories. Most of the story is flashbacks on each character's life, how they got to where they are now. I personally loved Where We Belong. The characters are well-rounded and feel real. They feel as if they're sitting right there telling you each part of their life, or as if you are there alongside of them on some of these adventures. I felt as if I was 
in Chicago or Egypt, some of the places that they go in the story. The style of writing will capture you. It's just so vivid. I love how she describes the places around each character. The uniqueness of each character is also fascinating. Each one has their own personalities, their likes and dislikes, and they are all so different from each other. They really seem to come to life, kind of feel like friends, someone that you've known for a while. I would definitely recommend this book if you enjoy like historical fiction, adventure stories, and of course, Christian fiction. And I would definitely say this one is a page turner. It only took me a few days to read it, and it's a pretty long book, but I absolutely loved it. And if you're curious as to what I'm reading and want to keep up to date, you can find me on Goodreads under Alyssa Tillett. And if you want to see some great pictures on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram.com slash Alyssa Tillett. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A-T-I-L-L-E-T-T. You can also find me on Facebook, which is Facebook.com slash author Alyssa Tillett. Now, some of you know how much I love tea, and I can be a little silly when it comes to tea, so I wrote a poem for Earl Grey tea, since that's one of my favorite teas to drink. My dear Earl Grey tea, written by me. My dear Earl Grey tea, you make me feel so carefree. You warm me from the inside out. I need you, there is no doubt. I'm never without a mug of Earl Grey, especially on a Saturday. One, two, or maybe even three. Cup of joy is what you will be, but I can't partake of you in the evening, for it will prevent me from dreaming. Wide awake there I will lie, until light returns to the sky. You make my workday better, even when I wear my ugly sweater. My friends will stop and stare. When without my mug I give a glare, I would be sleepy without my tea, so please do not take it away from me. Oh my dear Earl Grey, please never leave me, I pray. Well, it's come to the end of this podcast. If you are a Christian creative and would like to be on the podcast, you can go to my website, alyssatillit.com, and click on Tillit Tea Time Podcast. And there is a form you can fill out and I will get back to you as soon as possible and set up a time for us to have a little interview. Today's word of encouragement comes from Romans 12, 6 through 8. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. I just want to thank everyone who has joined me this week and last week. I really appreciate you listening in. If you enjoyed this podcast, would love to hear some feedback. If you're on iTunes, would love for you to rate it. Or if you're on Google Play, it's on both. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next week, I will have a guest. We will be discussing the ups and downs of being a Christian in the creative industry. So I hope you will join me next week as we explore some very interesting topics. 
So I hope you will join us next week. And you have been listening to Till It Tea Time.